Welcome to another episode of Nipe Story. This is a fortnightly podcast that brings you audio versions of short stories from Kenya and across the continent. I'm your host, Kevin Wachiro. On this episode, we're featuring Brenda Midamba's story, Nyawawa. Uwi! Mama yo! She is crying. She is wailing. It's the storm. It has stolen her babies who dance to the moos of the cows and the mares of the goats while playing in the field. Run for your life! Take your children with you! The storm has hit Oyugi's town. It is coming for you next! Mayo! The strange woman warns in between cries. Nobody pays her much attention. It is almost dark. Aduku had wonders about the storm. You will cry and then wail if you do not thatch your roofs with cow dung and align makutis on your doorsteps, rubbing his six-foot-length beard with his chipped nails. It is retribution for your sins, but some will be saved. He then goes ahead and refers to Noah and the ark, then disappears into oblivion. Some say his image often lingers on the horizon hours after he has left, the mocked peculiar prophet of doom. The clouds grow pregnant with rain. The wind attempts to steer the river to the opposite direction, and the branches of the tallest trees serenade the gods in unison with a welcome song. Ooh, ooh, ubiro, owarito, ooh, ooh, ubiro. It immediately dawns on us. Nyawawa, the Lake Victoria gods who ooze sorrow and feed on the tears of the bereaved have awakened. The dreaded gods of death who should never visit your boma. Api and Oti disappear into the kitchen and emerge smacking sufurias with rusted silver spoons. Tong, tong, tong. The unsynchronized sounds can be heard miles away as they join the neighbors in chasing away the gods of death. Pastor Okumu from Mumamaler Tabernacle Ministries forbids the action. My boma is immune of any evil spirits, so I forbid this. No one from his dala joins the Nyawawa chase. But the gods stand adamant, marking their territory. The rain pours and the storm snatches from us anyway. Mama Achi had gone to fetch firewood and her unsupervised babies were swept by the storm. Baba Akeche's 20 goats and 40 cows from his first daughter's marriage are gone. His son-in-law, the child of a pauper, sold his birthright to get money for a girl he admired. He wanted a woman who could see the future and so he married her for her long neck. One of Kwarurateng's wall has been yanked. His children will have to send money from Indianapolis to fix it. He will have to wait longer than usual because Bataan Union money transfer scandal is still under investigation after serious money laundering allegations. He will take shelter at his late brother Simba, even though the Sunas there seem to be a bunch of vehement starved mosquitoes. If he catches malaria, that will finish him in two days. The river has cracked its banks, posing danger to the village. Maybe Chief Bunde will finally emerge from his hiding this time. 
It has been long since he rode around in a lorry stuffed with bread and milk supplying to the villagers. A token of what he likes to call the beginning of perpetual abundance. The crops from Mon Otol's shamba have made their way to our boma. The farm was the only inheritance he salvaged after his brother Babu sold their father's land immediately after his sudden demise, all in the name of enrolling his children to secondary school. He has been on a drinking spree ever since. Makwara's house has fallen apart, unveiling her witchcraft paraphernalia, confirming the former accusations she had earlier denied of bewitching her sister's daughter. Apunjo Hanis was one of the recipients of the Vijana Kwa Uhakika program and had received a scholarship to go and study education at the University of Nairobi. Makwara gave her a concoction for a persistent flu and she never woke up the next morning. Children from Mapoyo Primary School will not be reporting to school. Their classrooms are flooded. The desks and storybooks like Cinderella and Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs donated by the missionaries are soaked in water. Mr. Oboyo, the headmaster, had not unboxed them yet. He was to sell them to Nyabu Craft Kindergarten with the intentions of improving the lives of the students with the proceeds. He often left for Kisumu to sell donations and came back with a new television while driving a new Subaru. Men from nearby and far bombers would praise him for his wealth and gather in his house to watch wrestling. The women would follow suit by watching Maria de Samparado while they gossip and flaunt their children's accomplishments. Maikwaru's graveyard is left untouched by the storm. Adiel narrates with theatrics of how she peeped through her window five miles away and witnessed the fight between my late Kwaru and Nyawawa as he protected his graveyard from the storm. The chicks are huddled together, lifeless near the agulu in the farthest end of the kitchen. Some of them eyes still open. The sight is bizarre. The wailing dies as the day ceases. Adukutu is gone. He is not among the remnants. Nyawawa was read to you by Christine Otieno and written by Brenda Midamba. And just to let you know what Nyawawa means, um, according to Kenya's Luo community, it is a term used for the spirits of people who have died in Lake Victoria. Brenda Midamba is a writer from Nairobi, Kenya. She has a blog titled CouchHealthAndFitness.com, which focuses on physical, mental, and public health. She loves the idea of storytelling through film. She is currently working on her first novel that seeks to highlight the plight of people living with albinism here in Africa. You can follow Brenda Midamba on Twitter and Instagram under the same names, Brenda underscore Midamba. Nipe's story is available to download wherever you get your podcasts from. Please do me a favor. Still asking you to write and rate the podcast so that others can find us easily. Tell people about Nipe's story. Many thanks to those who've reviewed the podcast so far. You can follow us here on SoundCloud and on Facebook. We are Nipe Story. And on Twitter, our handle is still Nipe underscore story. Have a good one. Nippy Story is a finger piano production.